0: Jordan himself considered the question in those early months of his pro career after viewing videotape of himself. Was I flying, he asked? It sure seemed like it, at least for a short time. The rarest talent is like a comet streaking briefly across the sky, captured only by the trailing flash of its brilliance. Michael Jordan's entire mesmerizing playing career left fans, the media, his former coaches and teammates, even Jordan himself, still struggling to comprehend what had happened, years after he last played. Sometimes I wonder what it will be like to look back on all of this, he once observed, whether it will even seem real. Was it real? The time would come in his later years when a plumper Jordan with a drawn face would find himself the target of great ridicule and internet invective over his missteps as an executive or his personal shortcomings, Yet even that couldn't dim the light he had cast as a player, when he was nothing short of otherworldly. In the beginning, he was simply Mike Jordan, just another adolescent from North Carolina with an uncertain future, contemplating a stint in the Air Force after high school. The early 1980s marked his startling transformation into Michael, the Archangel of the Rims. In the process, his persona propelled the rise of Nike's business empire, which soon made him its young emperor a role that both freed and imprisoned him. He became the very picture of competence. Nobody, it seemed, could do anything quite as well as Michael Jordan played basketball. His competence was exceeded only by his confidence, noted longtime Chicago sports writer Lacey Banks. The professional game had always struggled against its gritty image, grown men running around in what amounted to underwear. But Jordan elevated all of that with his flight. It was subtle at first, the element of cool he brought to the sport. He soon enough infatuated a worldwide audience just as American television programming was reaching the apex of its influence. For a generation, his impossibly fetching 1991 Gatorade commercial quickly came to serve as a soundtrack, a mantra. Sometimes I dream that he is me. You've got to see that's how I dream to be, if I could be like Mike. The convergence of culture and technology had thrust him into this unparalleled role as the soaring godhead of a global sports and merchandising empire who left just about everyone agog at his spectacle. Art Chansky, the basketball writer who had covered Jordan as something of a regular Joe at the University of North Carolina, recalled his surprise later upon visiting him in Chicago, "'I was just amazed in old Chicago Stadium,' when he had to walk down the aisle between the baseline seats behind the basket to get to the floor, just the effect he would have on people as he walked by. Grown men and women, you know how much they had to make just to afford those seats to begin with? Just the fact that Michael was within a couple feet of them. I watched their faces, the contortions. It was like the Messiah walking by. Then, in the locker room afterward, the press would be like ten deep around him. Messiah, indeed. The worship grew so fearsome over the seasons that longtime Bulls PR man Tim Hallam began referring to Jordan as Jesus. Hallam would turn to a publicity assistant and ask, have you seen Jesus today? This evolution had been propelled by a seemingly unshakable good fortune. Ralph Sampson competed memorably against Jordan in college when both were vying to be named the National College Player of the Year, and he watched with fascination his opponents' rise over the ensuing decades. Yes, Jordan had all of the physical gifts and an unparalleled work ethic, Samson acknowledged, but Jordan's abundance of luck could not be overlooked. He was blessed with the best coaches and joined by great teammates. I mean, he worked at the game, and if he wasn't good at something, he had the motivation to be the best at it, Samson observed in a 2012 interview on the eve of his own selection for the Hall of Fame. But he also got put in the right situation with the right team, the right coaches that saw his talent and ability, and they put a team around him that worked, so I think it's the combination of all that that has made him. No one was more aware of the extraordinary chain of events that drove his life than Jordan himself. Timing is everything, he offered, looking back as he neared age fifty. Yet timing and luck were merely the foundation of the mystery. Sports psychologist George Mumford was transfixed the first time he observed Jordan's animated approach to practice at age 32. Having heard about his great appetites and how little he slept, the psychologist, who had just begun working for the Bulls, immediately suspected that the star was manic-depressive or bipolar, or perhaps even both. He was frenetic all over the place with his hyper-energy, Mumford recalled of that practice. I thought, he can't sustain